Welcome back to another episode of the Homeschool with Ease podcast. My name is Nancy McHale, and I am going to be talking today about incorporating extracurricular subjects and how to incorporate content areas across one another. So as we know, there are many styles to teaching. There are different ways, different methods of teaching. One facet that I like to do is incorporate different subjects with each other, combining subject areas when possible. And the reason for that is because it is so beneficial for us to try to incorporate these subject areas within each other and even include extracurricular ones, which I'll get into what that looks like because it makes it a lot more coherent for our students. So for instance, like if you're teaching a science lesson on weather, and instead of having a separate writing assignment or math assignment, we can find ways to incorporate those subjects in the weather lesson. So your kids could write about weather. They could write about what they've learned about the topic, their favorite type of weather, or even make up a story about weather. For math, they could track the temperature for five days and calculate the mean, median, and mode. They can do art projects about weather. They could research the history of weather in a certain location or the place that they live. So the options are just endless. And if you take time to think about how you could incorporate different concepts, it'll come easier to you. So why should we do this? Why not just teach every subject individually? It could be easier that way. Well, this is for a few reasons. When you teach this way, students can see how the content areas connect within one another. When this happens, it makes learning more meaningful. They see the importance of it and what they're learning, and it all just starts to connect with each other. It's easier in their brain to process the information when they can see that all things all have to do with one another. Another reason is that it actually makes planning easier too. Instead of planning five different lessons, you can plan one main lesson and incorporate the other subjects. You cover more standards at one time, which is pre pretty much a given. It makes it more fun and engaging to plan and to implement and for your child to learn. So when you are combining all of these subjects, it really helps it flow together. And then the best thing is when they see how it all connects with each other. Because even for me with my own children, by the way, I don't know if you can hear the banging, but we're remodeling and that is what that noise is. So I apologize if you can hear it, but uh, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> all right, so with my own children, I love it when they say, like, I teach them something or they learn something at school and then all out of nowhere will be out or they'll see something maybe on the television or something will come up at home or whatever it might be. 
and they'll connect it back to something that they've learned. And they get so excited about it because you know why they get so excited? Because they could see the relevance of it. They could see why what they're learning is important. And that's when the learning becomes meaningful, relevant, and relatable and helps it stick longer for children. So they also like get to study the subject in different ways. It's not just, okay, this is science. We're learning about weather. They're learning about it from a math angle, from a writing angle, from an arts angle. You get to stay on the topic longer, which really makes it kind of get ingrained more into the student. So instead of focusing on one topic for 20 to 30 minutes, you could spend more time on it while doing different activities. So how do you start? What is the best way to go about this? So you want to start with the main topic. So let's say, you know, and I always start with like science or social studies. You can do other ones and create projects or this kind of thematic planning um, with other subjects for sure. Usually I start with science or social studies because it does lend itself a little bit easier to plan this way. But I've done, I actually have on my website, a probability project, which I love. And I did it with my students when I taught third to fifth grade. And the probability project is really awesome because they have to create a survey survey about something that they like, like asking people what is their favorite ice cream flavor or what is their favorite TV show and actually going out and surveying their family and friends and gathering data. And then they have to um, come up with all the probability statistics like mean, median, and mode and graphing and they have to create graphs so they're going on the computer and creating creating graphs or actually drawing it and then they have to write about it and there's certain prompts that they have to do so it's incorporating math graphic design if they do it on the computer maybe some art or um, creating it in an artistic way and writing so you can definitely do a math project or a math unit study and incorporate other subject areas. So I would start with the main topic. So let's say anatomy, okay? So that covers obviously the science standard. So we want to list all the other subject areas. And I recommend first kind of brainstorming ideas of what activities you can do for those subject areas. Once you start getting in that mindset, the ideas will start to flow in. And then if you get stuck or you need more ideas, then research online. So I always just say like tap into yourself and your own head about it and then go ahead and research because, and this happens to me all of the time, even though I've developed curriculum for years and I've been doing this for years and helping parents and teachers come up with ideas and all this, I always go right to start researching, but I'll stop myself and I will think about first what comes up in my head. Like I'll think, okay, we have this anatomy unit. What can we do to incorporate art? What can we do to incorporate math? And I'll just kind of tap in and see if anything comes up 
in my head. And this works because you know what to do. Like, you know, like what your kids have to learn, you know, what they enjoy, you know, like you've seen other activities, you've probably at this point have done your fair share of research. So it, it might come to you and it might not, but it, it might, <laughs> which is easier than taking the time to research when you might already know it. So I would just say tap into yourself first and then research, okay? So you want to maybe research like unique writing prompts for anatomy or art projects that maybe teach about the different body parts um, or maybe even how to incorporate reading and history. So reading, I forgot to mention reading. Students can read about the topic they're studying. You can cover a lot of nonfiction reading standards when teaching this way, because instead of just reading a nonfiction book about a random thing, which is fine, especially if your student is interested in that topic, you can make it about what they have to learn about. And there you go, you reached your nonfiction reading standard. Um, and then you can always incorporate project-based learning. So the way that I'm kind of explaining it right now is a thematic way of teaching, like a thematic unit study type of thing. But if you incorporate project-based learning, that is when you have it about a certain topic, the difference, and you can do all these things, you can still incorporate other subject areas, but the difference with project-based learning is that you're incorporating that essential question that students have to solve in order to answer about that, like to answer about a real world um, problem. They're trying to solve a real world problem. And I have a whole episode on that. I can put it in the show notes to explain exactly what project-based learning is. So um, you can definitely incorporate it that incorporate that and have them solve a problem based on the topic. Um, I do have a project-based learning template that will help you plan in the way that I'm talking about, where it's kind of listing out all of the topics or the subjects and incorporating ideas. Like you can use it for project-based learning or just to plan this kind of thematic way. You just go to buildaproject.net slash shop. And I think it's only like $2 on the website. So it's super cheap and you can just download it and helps you plan in this way. Now, teaching in teaching with extracurricular. So I kind of already mentioned art because art is really easy to incorporate into almost any lesson. You can make it like about art very easily, whether it be a craft or a drawing. Let me get water. My water bottle. Whether it be like a craft or a drawing or whatever it might be, you can incorporate art you can take it a step further and like, let's say you want to study an art style or an, a certain artist, you can kind of connect what they're learning and do that style. So like, let's say learning about the artist George Seurat and he 
does the pointillism. You can teach about George Seurat. You can have them practice pointillism and teach them what that is and maybe do it with Q-tips and, you know, that whole thing. But then the picture that they create could be about the subject that they're learning about in science or social studies. So, like, they can create, um, you know, a heart or something, like a drawing of a heart with pointillism. So connecting it like that. Then we have music. Music is another really fun way to incorporate in a, a somewhat easy way. Something you could do with almost any subject is have them create a song about what they're learning, about the facts about what they're learning about. Um, I've done this with my fifth graders when they had to learn about this water cycle, and it was so much fun. I mean, think about it. It's fifth graders. They're kind of getting into that cool phase, and they may or may not like this, but I even gave them like little instruments, and they really got into it. So they can create a song about almost anything that they're learning. There are tons of songs on websites, like on YouTube, or sometimes if you just Google search songs about the topic that you're learning, um, and then have them memorize it. So you can totally do that. I, my geography unit that I have on my website at buildaproject.shop, sorry, buildaproject.net slash shop, I have a geography unit, and there's a long song about learning the 50 states and capitals. So that one is fun, and it's a really it's an easier way for kids to really learn about what they're learning about and it helps stick more to them. So incorporating art, music, what else is there? Um, maybe another language. Like if they're learning another language, you can learn maybe a few words in about the topic in that language. Maybe like PE or physical movement. Maybe they can like do an an exercise or a dance movement or something that like represents what they're learning. Um, so really just kind of thinking about these different ways. And once you get into it, it becomes really fun and you like, you'll enjoy it more planning this way and your kids will enjoy it. And sometimes they will come up with ideas. Your students might come up with ideas on learning the topic in different ways. It's a really beneficial thing. And once you get into it, it just, it becomes a lot more fun to plan and to teach and for your kids to learn. So before we wrap up this episode, I just want to uh, tell you about some offers that I have going on. Um, the first offer is a bundle package of different modules that I have on my website and the modules you could also call it a training or a workshop. And there are three modules that are in this bundle package. And it includes um, how to implement project-based learning. And it includes that project-based learning planning sheet that I talked about earlier. You'll get that. It includes um, a module about curriculum development, like how to, how to create your own curriculum, your own customized curriculum. And it includes a workshop about hands-on learning, a bunch of different activities and ideas and games and fun things that you can incorporate into learning with 
any subject with any activity or topic. So that is all bundled up and this is a limited time. So if you head over to buildaproject.net and click on available offers, then you will see that package. Like I said, it's a limited time and you get all three for such a low price. And then the other offer that I have is uh, this ebook that has 50 activities, games, ideas that you can incorporate into any lesson. So it will range from different crafts or games or just ideas that you can make, how to make learning more fun and engaging, but it can apply to different lessons. So that's pre-sale right now for only a few days and then the price will go up. And if you're interested in that, then you want to go to buildaproject.net slash shop and it's the first product on there. And so those are a couple offers. I just want to tell you about it before they either go away or increase in price. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me, email me at nancy at buildaproject.net or or, or uh, message me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is nancymikhailedu. So I really would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or just tell me that you enjoyed the episode or if you have any episode ideas, I'd love to hear from you. And if you don't mind taking just a couple of minutes to rate this podcast so it can get out to more people and it can grow, I would really appreciate a review of five stars and uh, so we can continue growing this podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today and I hope you have an awesome week.